You're good to go. Excellent. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker. And before I introduce you to today's guest, I uh, just the usual reminder of like, follow or subscribe to whichever channel you are watching from or listening to. And today I have a, a really fun guest, a really an amazing guest. Uh, we're going to be talking about your money today. This is the uh, first time I'm bringing up money on the podcast. And I just love his approach to it. I love how he presents it. Uh, having myself had bad relationship with money, I think that uh, I can speak for many when we say that uh, there's a lot of stigma around money. And I love how uh, with our guest today presents it and gets us out of that. So today I welcome uh, Florian Fritz on, on the uh, podcast. And thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for inviting me, Danielle. It's great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, before we get started with what you do and, and your whole concept, your whole take on, on how, we sh- how we should build a relationship with our money, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Sure, of course. I'd love to. <laughs> I started as a financial advisor in, in 2003, so 20, about, almost 20 years ago. And yeah, I've, I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot and made good money. And I made one of the biggest mistakes that I uh, taught my client not to do, clients not to do, which was spending all those mon- that money that I made. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I stayed there until the last financial crisis in 2008. And that's when I found at the latest that I didn't really like how the financial industry is treating their clients, meaning banks and uh, investment companies make all the money and clients take all the risk and pay all the fees. So I thought that's not really fair. And especially in 2008, you saw that like, people losing money and still paying lots of fees and bankers still making their bonuses. <laughs> I thought, okay, right. I do want to find a different solution. I want to learn how to create uh, wealth, uh, whether the markets are going up, down, sideways or crazy or whatever they're doing, because there are people making money in crisis, right? There's lots of them actually. So how do they do that? That's what I wanted to learn. <laughs> Right. Um, so I had, first of all, before I could start that, I had one problem. I had spent all the money that I had made. So I had to make some money first because, well, th- those people want you to pay them for, for teaching you. Mm-hmm. Now, I started working with a real estate company, finding investors for them. And I spent that money now again, but I spent it on, on uh, learning, on education. And I traveled the world from... Singapore to Phoenix, Arizona, from Johannesburg, South Africa to London, like all over the world to learn from people like some of the best trainers like Robert Kiyosaki, T. Herf Ecker, some former fund managers, and like yeah, many, many amazing people. And I tested what I learned in that real estate company finding where I was looking for investors. And I grew their sales by 86% on average for nine years in a row. So I helped those guys grow from a few hundred thousand to over 45 million. Wow. Um, so it was pretty successful, but maybe, you know, I don't know if you know that, but some people and definitely me tend, if things go too easy, they, we tend to sabotage ourselves. Right. So what I did, I started, a, uh, it was, I had lots of time because basically after setting everything up in that real estate company, I was working five to 10 hours a week. Right. 
for, for those results. And so I started working with a partner in a solar energy company, selling solar energy uh, plants for, for family houses. And I didn't really take care enough of that company. That partner bankrupted it. And suddenly it was half a million dollar in debt. And about the same time, the real estate company said, well, actually, uh, we don't need that many new investors anymore. And we don't want to pay your high commissions anymore. So the easy income was gone. <laughs> and I had a ton of debt. Wow. So... And that's, well, first of all, I didn't know what to do, but I thought, okay, you've got to do something different now. And I thought, okay, you know what works with money because you've made some, some people millionaires. <laughs> I know what doesn't work. I tried that myself. <laughs> and I've, I had, I've been, as a financial advisor, I've been working with hundreds of people and I know the mistakes people make. I learned from some of those amazing trainers how to do it better so I thought, if I put all that together, I probably can help a couple of people be uh, better off with their money. No matter where you're starting from, if you have zero money or if you have debt or if you already have a lot of money, by now I know all those situations. So I can help you uh, make it better. I started with myself, of course, <laughs> managing my money better because with the little I had left and starting uh, investing it uh, better and with some uh, smart investment strategies. Uh, yeah, to grow uh, passive income out of out of that uh, out of investments out of that little that I had at that time. And yeah, that worked out pretty well. And by now, I started the Money Hero Academy. And by now I'm international trainer, have been training on, I don't know, well, main, mainly online, obviously, since over the last three years, there weren't that many offline training opportunities, but I've been on, on uh, well, online stages now with my mentors, with TRF Ecker, with um, Robert Kiyosaki, I've been speaking on the same events. And yeah, training, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of people all over the world now uh, with all that stuff that I experienced. Yeah, that's amazing. And that when you've experienced it yourself, uh, you, you put yourself in a position where you you know exactly what people are going through and, and you know that it's possible to get them out of it. So yeah. <laughs> that definitely would do it. Uh, is there... Um, can you explain a little bit? Because you, 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 if if anybody goes and, and sees what you do on social media, you talk a lot about that relationship and how that relationship with money impacts our lives. Can you explain that a little bit more and how, to which extent, our relationship with money will impact our lives? Sure, absolutely. Now, um, if you if we look at our results in life, right? Where do our results come from? <laughs> they come from. Our behavior, right? What you do determines what you get. Right. That, that makes sense, right? <laughs> like, for 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 example, if you if you want to lose weight, you know what to do, right? Eat less, move more. That's right. Nobody ever got fat from eating one piece of cake, so that won't really harm you. But if you eat a whole cake every day, you'll soon see the difference. That's right. <laughs> and the same is true for money, right? If you go and buy a piece of cake, that won't make you poor. But if you buy something that you don't need every day, well, you'll see the result in your bank account. So your regular behavior, your habits determine your results. Now, where does your behavior come from? Your behavior is determined by your mindset, by your attitude. 
attitude towards something. If you think you have to work hard for money, what are you probably going to do? You're going to work hard. Yeah. Probably going to work hard, right? Now, yeah. Are all those hardworking people that you know, are they all rich? No. Most, most of them are broke, right? Yes. So there's something wrong with this belief, but we still believe it and we even teach it to our kids. But it doesn't work, right? And if you think you have to work hard for money, if you think money is the root of all evil, money is destroys your character, if you think money is bad, you can never, ever, ever be rich because you don't want to be a bad person. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you're working hard. You're spending all the money because you can't have money because that would make you a bad person. And that's, your, the, the, that's how your relationship with money determines your result without you even knowing it, right? This works subconsciously. You don't think all the time, oh, money is bad, I have to spend it. No, you do it subconsciously. You get it, you spend it. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's a bad habit to get out of as well. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, it's absolutely very, there's even for for the spending, you know, I had clients from from all 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 income um, brackets, like with very low income, medium income, high incomes, and all of them have the money spent at the end of the month. No matter how much you earn, there's actually a law explaining this. It's called Parkinson's law, that tells you the demand for something will always match its supply. You know that from time, probably. If you give yourself two weeks to clean your house, how long is it going to take to clean your house? Two weeks, right? Right. If you, if you give yourself two days, you can do it in two days, right? And if your mom calls, she's coming in two hours, you can do it in two hours. <laughs> right? That's so true, yes. <laughs> so demand will match the supply uh, of whatever it is. And the same is true for money. You look at your bank account, you see money, you spend it. Unless... You trick yourself. You have a system where you take that money away, put it somewhere else so you don't see it anymore, and then you can keep more of it and invest it and make it work for you. And you have to build a relationship with money, first of all, where you think it's your friend and not your enemy. There's nothing bad about money. Money is just a tool, right? If you think, um, yeah, money makes you a bad person, why would it, right? If you if you look at a hammer, can you can you kill a person with a hammer? Yes, you could. But is the is it the hammer's fault? <laughs> Not really, right? <laughs> Same with money. Money doesn't change your character; it just makes it more obvious, right? If you're because more people will notice because you can do bigger things. If you're a good person and you have more money, you'll probably help more people, and you'll be an even more helpful person. Like one of my mentors, uh, I think it's T.R.F. Ecker says, uh, the best way to help poor people is don't be one of them. Yeah. But if you're a jerk and you have more money, you'll be a bigger jerk or more people will notice that you are. So money doesn't change you. It just shows it to more people. I like that. I like that you brought this point because that was going to be a question about that whole, you know, money makes you evil, it makes you a bad person, it corrupts people. And uh, when I was working on my money relationship, it was something that I I used to, 
that caught my attention. And I love the visuals that you give with your, <laughs> the way you explain things with the hammer. It's the same with money. Money doesn't make you a bad person. It was already in you. It, it just gives you a reason to make it come out more, basically. And that, that stuck to me because then I realized you can do good things with money. And there's so many people out there that do good things with their money. We just don't talk about them <laughs> as much as we Absolutely. talk about the bad people. Yeah. Of course, news is always full of the bad stuff. That's how they sell. Yeah. That most rich people are actually generous and giving and helping. Nobody talks about that, right? Mm-hmm. And why do you think that you are going to be one of those bad people if you have money? Why? Now, if you ask people, right, in a, in a room and you have a couple of people and you ask them, uh, do you, most of them will say they're think they're generally good people, right? Most of mm-hmm. most people think they're generally good. Now, how much money would it take to make you a bad person? <laughs> like Danielle, if you had a hundred thousand dollars more, would you be would that make you a bad person? No. <laughs> okay. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand turns you into a bad person, right? Mm. <laughs> no. Still not? No. Okay. I don't know. A million? Does a million make you a bad person? No, it does not, right? It's still your choice what you're going to do with that money. Yeah. You yeah, always that was a game. That's always bad. That was a game we used to play as children. Would you kill somebody for $5 million? Or would you, you know, just that, yeah. that whole, it's actually, and it, just listening to you talk just made me realize it's drilled into us so early on that we actually make it a game out of it of, you know, would you, how far ethically and morally, how far would you go for money? And uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So let's go on the positive side. Let's not talk about, you know, killing people with hammers and stuff. Let's yeah, let's not positive. kill people with hammers or money or anything. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> let's, not, let's not play that game. We're going to change that now. That's what you focus on is changing that relationship with Uh, money uh, to make you, uh, you know, to bring financial success. So do you have, how do you approach it with people who say, what's one of the first steps that we could do to say, okay, I'm, I'm changing my relationship with money to, to take a positive direction with it. What, uh, what would you recommend? Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, become aware of it. <laughs> Find out what your, what your current relationship, your current thoughts about money are. Right. I have a, I created a, a money mindset identification worksheet <laughs> where you're mm-hmm. answering a couple of questions to, to get into your thoughts. Okay. What comes up? Right. Uh, when you think about money, what are your fir- first thoughts? When you think about rich people, what are your th- first thoughts? When you think about wealth creation, most people will say, Oh my God, that's not for me. Only rich people can make money. Uh, and yeah, just become aware of those thoughts. And then, okay, where do they actually come from? Where does that mindset come from? Well, we, we learned it as kids, as you said, like by playing games, like what, what we yeah. do, or by, par- by your parents telling you a hundred times that we can't afford this, right? Okay, so you got, okay, I can't afford this. I can't afford this. I can't afford this. If you heard it a thousand times, well, you're going to believe it, mm-hmm. right? Or one of my favorites, <laughs> giving is better than receiving, Mm-hmm. Right. Now, first of all, if you like numbers, and I do, um, it's a mathematical equation, right? Giving, receiving. You need one pe- person to give and one to receive. How can be one side better than the other? That just doesn't work out, right? It's equal. <laughs> 
You need both. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And the fun thing is that those people telling you that giving is better than receiving are usually at the receiving end of the equation. <laughs> That's right. right. So yeah. how's that? Um, when you have it, it's bad. When I have it, it's better. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It suddenly becomes good. That that's just yeah, that doesn't work out. Yeah. Okay. So you need to get aware of these these beliefs. And how did you get them? By hearing them thousands of times. Now you how do you change them? Well, by hearing better, more supportive thoughts thousands of times. How do you do that? Well, tell them yourself. Your subconscious is lying to you every day. So now you can reverse the game and just tell yourself, have uh, affirmations is an, an amazing, tool, powerful tool. Just write down what you want to believe uh, about money and what you want to get out of money and tell yourself, well, first of all, start with yourself. Tell yourself that you love yourself because most people don't, right? <laughs> so start with, yeah. I, I, I like myself. If you can't say I love myself, some people have problems with that. Say <laughs> I like myself. And that will make the world of a difference already. But I love myself. I trust myself. I can do this. I deserve to be rich. I can mm -hmm. be rich. I, I create uh, money flows to me easily. I'm a money magnet. Just tell yourself those things every morning, every evening, um, again and again and again. In the beginning, it's going to feel super awkward. <laughs> I'm a money magnet. No, I'm not. I'm broke. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I'm a money magnet. I'm a money magnet. Money flows to me easily. And suddenly after two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, your brain will switch and it will start to believe it. And you keep, if you keep doing it, it's going to start to turn into the truth, actually. Yeah. In the I beginning, like it's super tough because you, yeah, you think, who am I uh, bullshitting here, right? <laughs> yeah, you're, as I said, your subconscious is bullshitting you all the time. So just do it back. <laughs> you can do this. Yeah, same. exactly. And that's a really good point that you brought up about start with liking yourself first. Because if you really don't believe that you, if you don't like yourself, you're not going to believe that you deserve all these great things that money can bring to you and that freedom and that, you know, you being able to help other people. So that is very important. But yeah, the, the play that trick on your subconscious. Just keep doing it. And it, it does. And I'm, I mean, I'm still working on that. And I feel so self-conscious when I'm saying it to myself, going, this is so silly, you know, but it's, but it's working because then you switch and you're finally, you do get money coming to you. You just don't see it because you're focused on the money you're losing. Uh, so when you start noticing the money that does come in or, or anything else of value that comes to you, then you, it's, it, that really does do that click. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You just said something very important about the uh, liking your, yourself. Uh, another one of my mentors, Mac Newton, who is a two times world champion Taekwondo and trainer yeah. of people like Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. So he's been really training the top athletes. And he said, your results can never be better than your self-concept. So if you don't think that you're good and that you deserve it, it's totally impossible that you create wealth if you don't think you, you can do it and deserve it. So not, you don't only have to work on your money beliefs, but also on your beliefs about yourself. Right. Right. And 
that is a, it takes a lot of work, but you're absolutely right. You can't go any further than what you think you're worth. And uh, so you got to work on that. <laughs> That's love it. Uh, you really do. Yeah. It's, it's a great, uh, it's a great thing to, to think about. Uh, there's another thing that you bring up because uh, I could talk to you about mindset all day. <laughs> I think we're on the same wavelength for this one. And I'm a, I'm a numbers person as well. So that equation does need to, to balance. It needs to be equal on both sides. Uh, mm. You, there's a lot of people, like you say, a lot of people like to be on the receiving end of things. And um, how, you know, what, how do you find the right person to help you build uh, a financial strategy, a sound uh, financial strategy that will work for you? Because not everybody's necessarily going to be able to do that for you. So what are your, what is your take on that? What is your advice? Well, my advice, of course, is go to moneyheroacademy.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, that's, that's, uh, that's an easy answer for that one. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you want to find people that uh, are not selling you financial products that have commissions included. <laughs> Like that's what I used to do. And that's what most many financial advisors do because they're always going to sell you whatever pays the highest commission to them. Mm -hmm. If you want a financial advisor, find someone you actually have to pay, right? If you pay them a yearly or whatever fee for them, then whatever they're suggesting is going to be in your interest. Right. If you're not paying them, then what they sell you is going to be in their interest and not in yours. So then you only need to find someone who, who knows what they're doing. So they're good at it. Yeah. But if you go for that, you pay them, then you'll, you'll get uh, at least honest advice. They'll try to help you the best they can. If you don't pay them, then they don't, then they're looking for their interest first. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah, but we don't really think of that. We 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 go with the bells and whistles, but don't realize that um, that comes with a cost. Yeah. Yeah. In, um, in social media, you say if you're not paying for for a, a product, then you're the product, right? Mm. Like in Facebook, you're not paying for it, so obviously they're using your data for whatever. And it's in banking, it's the same. If you're not paying for a product, then you are the product. Then they, you're gonna pay for it somewhere where you don't see it. Right. Oh, that makes so much sense. tens of thousands of dollars uh, difference between those products that you where you pay for the sales and and everything and yeah yeah oh that's a very good point too they're not going to tell you that they're they're making way more money if they're they're offering it for free uh, they're they're making quite a bit yeah well, that's good can you share with us a little bit some of the transformations that you you've seen with people that you've worked with that have come to you and uh, without going into great detail or confidential details, uh, can you share a little bit of some of the transformation? <laughs> sure. Um, I had um, clients or that came to me with, yeah, I'm, I actually don't like to think about my money. I never take care of my money. I spend my money. I don't, I'm not, invest, I've never invested anything. I have no idea about investing. And a year later, she's investing in oil stocks and this and that and uh, options. And 
Wow. We're doing lots of stuff, and but not not just that because we've been working on goal setting, on the money mindset. Um, one of the first programs she took with me was a goal setting program, and actually during that uh, pro, pro no, we did that and a seven day attracting money challenge. That was that was the one during that attracting money challenge. A client called her uh, and gave her a project for the whole next year. Wow. Um. So she says she's more com- money coming in now. And now she's keeping more of it and making it work for her. Uh, and yeah, that's basically what, what happens with, with most of my clients. They get more. This was extreme because she really didn't take care of money at all before. <laughs> right. Others are not that extreme, maybe in the beginning, but I'll get more conscious about money. So more is coming in. They keep more. And they invest it and get better returns. That's great. That's what we do. <laughs> and it just it, it allows you to see that it is possible. Because some some people, like you say, that they're not managing their money, they really don't see where they can where to start and how they can get themselves out of whatever situation that they're in. So it's it's nice to see people doing it and, and yeah. hearing about it. Absolutely. And I, I'm I have a bit of different approach with debt than than many others most most advice with debt is like pay put all your money paying off debt paying off debt pay off debt uh and i don't believe in that i say uh you even if you're paying off debt and that's the most important thing and i've tried you know half a million dollar in debt i have some experience with it you need to keep pay yourself first wherever you are pay yourself first keep some money for yourself and invest that money make it work and now I actually have investment income paying for my debt. Wow. Yeah. And you, it doesn't have it. Yeah. That's incredible. Cause it can be overwhelming. You see that, that number in the red and you, all of a sudden you're thinking, I can't, I can oh, possibly be able to. Yeah. It, it's really, it's, it's tough, but still it doesn't make a difference whether you put all of it in that red hole <laughs> <laughs> Or if you keep some of it, just a little bit for yourself and start investing it and start getting a return. And if you get a higher return than you pay interest here, then you're actually making a profit. Yeah, yeah that's true. That, I like that. Um, I could talk to you about this all day, but I, I want to ask you kind of a, a personal question. Uh, that's what I like to ask uh, our guests on is, is there any advice that you wish you would have had sooner to make your life a little easier? Any kind of wisdom or advice that looking back, you're thinking, if I knew this back in the day, it would have been so much easier for me. Well, lots of lots of things, actually. <laughs> um, but maybe the most important thing is that to care less about other what other people think. Because if you think about it, first of all, most people don't think as much as you think they do. Uh, <laughs> And, I like that. and then they definitely don't think about you. They think about themselves. So who cares what they might be thinking about you in those two seconds uh, <laughs> that they actually do that? Yeah. Right? So just do your thing. Uh, and don't let yourself be stopped by what other people might think or do or whatever, because they're, they're, totally uh, absorbed in their own stuff. Yeah. 
So if I had, yeah, had taken care less of appearance and what other people might think, uh, that would have made a big difference. And then, of course, financial education, getting financial education earlier would have been very, very helpful. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right about that, because it's not something we're really taught, even in school. They're not really talking about, you know, you learn about compounded interest and things like this, but the relationship with money, the the, the whole work that's behind it is really not taught. So, yeah, that is yeah, a very I, important I, I think that's on purpose, actually. They don't really want you to to be good with money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because... Yeah. If if you were if you would under if people would understand our financial system monetary system tax system and all that stuff we would I think already Henry Ford said we would have a revolution immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So you yeah. we're being constantly being robbed and taken advantage of. So yeah. Yeah. Of course, that's why we won. We'll never learn that in school. No, no, you're absolutely right. And that's why it's important to go and get the help somewhere and, and start somewhere. That's absolutely important. I love that. I could I could ask you so many more questions, but I want to ask as well, how do you um, how do you find balance in your life between work and uh, home and everything? What's uh, what works for you that to be able to to kind of balance everything out? Oh, I'm I'm generally i'm not a very stressed person you know i'm not a workaholic (laughs) so i I don't know if you i don't know if you've seen the post i've I've done recently with um getting up at 4 a.m doesn't automatically or 5 a.m whatever it is doesn't automatically make you rich and successful (laughs) it depends on what you're doing in your time right right um and I'm not, I'll, I'll never, I, I get up at four or five in the morning when something's important is going on, right? I get up at 2 a.m. in the morning if I'm doing a presentation for the Philippines or somewhere, right? Um, right. I will do that, but I will not get up every day at 5 a.m. believing that it's going to change my uh, financial or any other type of success. If I want to do, uh, if I'm working efficiently in the afternoon, at night, in the morning, whatever it is, it depends on what you do with your time, not when that time is. Yeah. And so my balance is, I think it's automatic because I'm not trying to work all the time. Um, I'm, I love to do something, something else as well, spend time with my wife or, or yeah, just relax and, and read or whatever. I, yeah. Meet friends. Yeah, so the balance comes automatically. There is, and then there's times where I work more uh, when I'm creating something new or I have a project going on or something. Then I'll work more for a couple of weeks or even months, mm-hmm. and then I'll go on vacation and relax. That's good. That's good. And you, you said a, a, an important point. There is. Uh, you know what works for you. A lot of people, they follow those those rigid routines that are supposedly the answer to everything, not understanding that they're teaching you to keep a structure, but you got to make it work for yourself. So you, you, you've made a really good point. That balance comes naturally when you know how your body works and how your mind works and when you're the most creative and, and where it needs to, to happen. And so yeah. that's really At good. 5 a.m. I'll never be productive. It just doesn't work no. for me. <laughs> no, 
I'm the same. I, I tried that 5 a.m. club thing, and I'm not a morning person naturally. I'm a night owl. That's where all my stuff comes through where, if I'm creating something. So I will stay up until 5 in the morning. I'm not going to get up at 5 in the morning. <laughs> Much so, better yeah. for me as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> No, and especially if you're working in different time zones, that's an adjustment I've had to make in the last three years. And it's, yeah, you just have to find that rhythm that works for you. And uh, that's good. Uh, what are you working? You mentioned that you, you when you're creating stuff, what, do you have anything new coming on or what are you working on right now uh, that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I'm actually just um, launched, just launched yesterday, basically. <laughs> Yeah, it started started yesterday. I finished uh, last uh, last few days. I have put together all I've since starting the Money Hero Academy. I've tested all sorts of things, uh, this program and that program and this webinar and that one. And now I put all these things together because people always told me I'm too too cheap. You got to be more expensive. You got to charge this thousand and that thousand at another thousand, and. I thought actually that's that's not not really what feels good for me, because mm -hmm. if I look who who really needs uh, more help with their money, not the people who already have lots of it, but yeah. people who still want more, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, or or need more, right? Yeah. So charging I don't know five thousand ten thousand is is okay. Yeah, if somebody wants more time and more help, but that. Does it, I don't want to work with, I don't know, five people and um, help them get a little richer. I want to work with thousands of people and help, that, help them create a, a better financial life. So I've put all these things together that I've been, I don't know, charging hundreds and thousands for, and I've created extra helpful stuff. Now, my favorite at the moment is I've created a 90-day wealth um, journal. Mm. where every day you have a few exercises are the same every day, a gratitude exercise, a success journal, and, and a money-related task uh, you have every day. And since I'm doing it myself, I'm on day 40-something right now. Nice. I had people inviting me to speak. I had people asking me to train or be, be trainer at events. I had people asking me to, to work with them. And yeah, so... For myself, even it works <laughs> that I'm good. getting more more stuff coming in. Uh, so I've created a couple of those things and added on top of that. And I put all that in a membership program, working on financial education, money mindset, and money management. And I think it's the most affordable financial education platform on this planet because it's $7 a month. Wow. That's unheard of. That's really, especially now we're in the era where everybody's pushing the high ticket uh, programs. That wow, that's I'm, a cup so of coffee. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, that's a cup, <laughs> cup of coffee. I think I went in the opposite direction from you're going to be more expensive, you're too cheap, you got to charge more. No, no, I want to do the opposite. I want to have more people coming in, more people learning, more people being able uh, to uh, take advantage. So it's $7. I think that's affordable for basic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. That is incredible. You you just blew me away with that. With that, I was like, "Wow, I'm going to be pushing that." Everybody that's listening, please <laughs> understand that you can sacrifice one cup of coffee a month to uh, to get that 
that life that you want and then that freedom that you want that is amazing um i'll get to the information on how people can reach you and how they can get into on on this program but uh, i do have a question that i ask everybody and that's a promise that i made a, a little girl a few years back um because we ask this question to children all the time, but we stop eventually as adults. So the question is, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> That's a pretty cool question. But uh, and if you had asked me last year, I'm I'm not sure if I would have the the exact answer. But now I think I'm I'm pretty much there. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I want more now is for this platform the money hero academy to grow and really have thousands of people in there and learning and profiting and becoming uh, like creating their financial dream lives uh, out of that but that's exactly what i want that yeah i can help not five people for thousands of dollars but thousands of people for a little money um to actually yeah change their uh, rewrite their financial stories that is amazing it's i love that question because it's there's no limit to it and yeah. uh as adults we need to have that <laughs> we need to have those questions because we're, we're still going a, we're still growing you know it's one actually I'm not in that uh in that same format that you are used to ask uh children but you know why most people don't get what they want is because they don't mm -hmm. know what they want so That's one right. of the first steps I'm working on with people is what you actually want, right? Your bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true because when I started from, you know, a few years back when I decided, okay, I need to get my life back in order. I, that was one thing I had difficulty with. I couldn't honestly say what it is like the, that limitless dream. I, I just... I just wanted to sleep and, and get through the day. That was, that was as far as it yeah. would go, but yeah. And it's, it's so powerful when you start, when you're able to finally open up and, and see what it is that you want to do or what you're working towards. Right. And do it as detailed as possible. And people tell me, when I tell them, you've got to write at least 101 goals. Okay. And dreams. So yeah. I, I only know 20. Well, go into, give me, give me one of them. Yeah. I want to travel more. Okay. Come on. How does that feel? I want to travel more. Where do you want to travel? Well, I want to travel to Italy. Okay, Italy. Wonderful. Now, what? tell me what is more emotional. I want to travel to Italy or I want to sit in Tuscany at this vineyard close to Florence, uh, drinking this full-bodied deep red wine sitting in front of the old castle with purple flowers growing on it, smelling the olive gardens, having this beautiful view over, over the countryside. What's more emotional, right? You can go into more details even if we have more time. But you want to like describe everything. Which restaurant do you want to visit? Look at, go to their website and look at their menu and pick what you want to eat there and what you want to drink there, right? Create an experience. And then when you feel it with all your senses, that's when you have this, this magnetism that was, that's going to draw you there. And that's how you get it. Not by, I want to travel more. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. I love, again, as I said that earlier, but I like the visuals that you're giving because now I want to be in Tuscany. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't know I wanted to go to Italy, but now I do. <laughs> so it does, it makes a big difference when you get into details. And uh, it's, it's like pulling teeth sometimes, but it, it is possible. You're able to get there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I really could speak to you all day, but uh, I'm going to ask for anybody who does want to work with you and want to see what you do and what you're all about. Where can people reach you or follow you or how, how they get a hold of you? Yeah. So as I said, the easiest thing is go to moneyheroacademy.com and become a member of the Money Hero Academy for $7 a month. We have a, a support private support Facebook group where I answer every question within 24 hours, at least on weekdays. Uh, so you get support. You will have uh, Q&A sessions. We'll do a monthly cash flow game where we play uh, cash flow and practice your money skills there. Uh, so that's that's probably the best part where you well you, where you'll get most of me. Otherwise, of course, you can send me an email to Florian at MoneyHeroAcademy.com. Mm -hmm. I do have a free Facebook group, which surprise surprise is called Money Hero as well. <laughs> uh, so you can can join that one, and of course, I'm sharing lots of uh, free stuff in there as well. That's wonderful, so, and I'll add the, all that those information. Are the best ways to find me. Yeah, and I'll add those uh, into the description and the in the comments uh, wherever this will be streaming. I'll make sure to add that information so people can get in touch with you. So uh, thank you so much, Florian, for this. This was wonderful. And again, I, I could talk to you a lot more, but uh, we'll, we'll end it here. I know it's late for you <laughs> during the day. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. It was a, it's just a great, a great pleasure to have you on. It was great fun. Thanks for inviting me, Danielle. <laughs> thank you so much. And for everybody who's uh, listening or watching, thank you again. And don't forget to follow, subscribe, and uh, like the channel that you're listening or watching from. And don't forget to go check out Florian's uh, wonderful work as well. And until then, stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll talk soon.